Welcome to another episode of Talk News. Of Anton Space. <laughs> We've rebranded the podcast. It's a very niche podcast now. <laughs> uh, I'm Jay. I'm an ant and I am in space. Dance Bibby. Dance Bibby. And uh, yes, we're going to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and probably some other things along the way. Um, so if you've not watched that film, be aware there's going to be a lot of spoilers for it in this podcast. Do not forget to... Um, Email us at talknerdyuk at gmail.com if you want to suggest yeah, it's future... It's space at... Oh, yeah, antsinspace at gmail.com, yeah. Thank you. And if you want to rate this podcast, you've got to give it five ants out of space. <laughs> <laughs> We're really going all in on this new Yeah, team. we... You know, if we say it enough, it's funny. It is. Um, That's how comedy works. And uh, I just want to actually take a, a moment to just thank everyone for, like, listening and downloading the pod because, like, the figures are coming in, like I said, from, like, six months, eight months ago. And if we carry on at this rate, by the end of March, we'll have... We'll, we'll be, be with those ants in we'll be, <laughs> There'll be more people... More people have listened this year than all of last year if we carry on at this rate. So thanks to all the new listeners. Give us an email. Give us a like on Facebook or Instagram because I can see that you exist in the pod world but on the social media world we're a little light so yeah just go over to facebook and you can see us post memes instagram we post some other things other than just memes i mean twitter exists but i mean i have it for the sake of a twitter account i mean i don't even know i feel very lost on twitter i it's, it's funny every so often something trends like i, I posted something about michael keaton a, a few months ago i like who is better affleck or keaton although it's a tongue-in-cheek kind of meme and it trended like Pretty well, like it did look well, but I was like, "Where did that come from? <laughs> why was Batman even? Why? Why did that happen? Because it was irrelevant. There was nothing yeah. about Batman about. Let's do it again now. Yeah, maybe I'll just retweet that now every so often. Out. Um, so yes, uh, we're just going to go right into it now. Don't forget to go to www.talknerdy.uk. Forgot that one. Forward slash ants in space. <laughs> if you've not already been, where you can see trailers, and I would suggest doing that because on the next episode. I'll be talking and taking a nice deep dive into the Flash trailer and the DC Universe with Hagrid. But for now, you're listening to me and Dan talk about Ants in Space! Ants in space, ants in space, ants in space, it's ants in space, it's ants in space, ants in space, it's ants in space, ants in space, ants in space, where are those ants? They're in space, they're in space, there's loads of ants, it's ants in space, ants in space, ants in space, yeah, no bees, no termites, no worms, one wasp. One wasp. <laughs> so, <laughs> for those who aren't really familiar with why we keep saying ants in space, I mean, it's just, it's just a throwaway joke. It's, yeah, but it's just clearly what the film is meant to be. I love it, ants in space. <laughs> but it's not in space, really. But that's, but that's what's funnier about it. I mean, I don't know what this film is meant to be, but I love it. Yeah. That's my uh, my. This is me just saying it. I'm an Ant Man fan. I've got went with my Ant Man T-shirt. I love Ant Man. I always remember when Ant Man was announced. I knew it'd be special. The Ant Man comics make me howl in a good way. Had you read them before the first movie came out? Yes, but yeah. I think I read them in a bit of a preparation because I think I kind of 
did throw him away. And as soon as he was I remember hearing the slate and hearing the making an Ant-Man movie. Didn't know who it was and gone, they've gone fuck off the fucking rails. Like, I was a superhero the... called Ant-Man. That's going to be terrible. Actually, you know, it was an Ant-Man... Uh, it wasn't an Ant-Man trailer, but it was... What's the word? What is it when they... You know how like Deadpool... Teaser. It wasn't even a teaser, so it was like footage they were using to kind of come up with ideas on how they were going to film it, and it leaked. You know, like what you would go is like, I'm in the art like design... Te- like test footage, kind of. Test footage, that's it. So it was Ant-Man test footage is what started this podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, so there was Ant-Man test footage, and me and Chris wanted to talk about it, RIP. Um, <laughs> He's not dead. No. <laughs> no. Go listen to his pod. Uh, it says, a Horror Homeschool. It's a horror... And Spooky Vibes podcast. And he just did Beetlejuice. So that's a good one for you. And if you like Beetlejuice, that's not horror. Well, he's on Terrorizer as well. So there you go. A Terrifier, sorry. Um, so yeah, we it came out and we was, wanted to talk about it. And someone said, you know what? You two are interested when you talk about stuff like that. And we just filmed. It's three minutes. Just three minutes of us talking about that. When you're doing the footage. videos as well. Yeah, that's when we did yeah. the videos. And that's what started everything. So yeah, thank, and thanks to Ant-Man, this exists. Paul Rudd is uh, the founder. Mate, well, Ant-Man is honestly one of my faves. I keep, I want to lend you some of these books because they do they make me howl. But when it was when you said then when he got announced, it was like oh they've gone off the rails. I knew right there and then. Well, look at the lineup. I was like they've got Captain America, Doctor Strange got announced as well. Yeah. Some big ones, and I was like. An Ant-Man it sounded like a parody of a superhero. I was like, he's gonna be well more important. And we're not going to know. And it is in the end. He's ended yeah, up saving yeah. everything. In the end game. In the end game. <laughs> but that's why I was hyped for this film. Because I was like, of course they're putting him with Kang. Of course. Because he's in, he's an important character. Yeah. He just happens to people write him off. Because he's Ant-Man. Which is what's so funny about <laughs> him. But I was looking forward to it. So I think I had some bias going in. Yeah. What about you? Um, I, I, I tend to not try and let reviews and stuff colour my perception of it but I hadn't heard anything good about it going in the only thing I'd seen one good review of, of saying that it gets the phase off to a good start everything else I've seen that it's like it was uneven and um, just it was one of the only two Marvel movies on uh, Rotten Tomatoes which had been given the Rotten rating like it just hadn't been rated at all going in but I was pleasantly surprised I, I loved it I, I, I mean I, I can get why people might not like it because it's just bizarre as yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> but I love bizarre and I think it's very original. And I, I, I like. I did see. I think Chris put up something like saying he said it was like Star Wars. It said it reminded him of Star Wars, but I don't in know. In what way? I, I, yeah, I didn't know in what way either. I, I don't want to write it off, and I didn't ask him because I didn't want it to spoil the film. Yeah. So I am curious to know, Chris, if you're listening, what he meant by that because I, I didn't. Did you mean in the the prequel kind of like graphics or something? <laughs> which I I that's the one review I'd heard. I'd heard the graphics were awful. Mm-hmm. Um, which and this is why I asked you before we started this. Had you seen Wakanda Forever? That's awful. The, the, I didn't think it was that bad. I the CGI that... was like awful in that. I I I, I was like my foot. Mouth was open in horror at how awful that film looked. And so they've had so long to work on it. I, I mean, I feel like that's maybe what tipped Chadwick Boseman over the edge. Maybe. Oh, wow. <laughs> but um, I, so I was very much prepared for this to look crap. And other than maybe two things, one's a very small scene and two you'll, we'll get onto. Okay. Um, I thought it looked amazing. It I did actually it really... look really good. It must have been a bit of a. a, a... A disheartening movie to film because it mm. must have just all been. They can't have been a lot of practical sets. 
No. It must have just done all blue and green screen. Well, they've all been blue and green screen. There won't have been anything practical about that. Or very little, anyway. Mm. Maybe the um, like his like the bridge of his warship at the end. Maybe that was a set. Yeah, yeah, that will have been. But yeah, like you said, I've been. And I think one thing that I was forgiving for it is my eyes were like going, "That doesn't exist," because it was just such a bizarre, weird looking thing yeah, that yeah, was yeah. on the screen. But I think that's just what your eyes do sometimes. It, it just. But the thing that really threw me. Modoc. Was it Modoc? I knew it was going to be Modoc. I think it was his eyes, man. Like, it just didn't look. That didn't look good. I would have come to them and gone, right, I know we need to release this film, but maybe just every scene where he removes the mask, yeah? Don't remove the mask. <laughs> I think it was fine. I, th- I, think it's, it's, I, don't, I think it would be impossible to do that well because it's a human face. If, I, it, if it doesn't look natural, it's always going to be like, that doesn't look real. Well, I would have done him a bit more. I would have either, A, made the eyes completely white. Because like I said, I think it was the eyes looked very lifeless, even yeah. though they were trying to look real. Or I would have actually made him have like, kind of like a sewn up face. When you know at the end when he was dying, yeah, he looked more realistic then mm-hmm. than when they tried to give this smooth faced mode off. <laughs> I think it might have been good. Was there not glass over his face for most of it as well? And then it had broken in the last scene. So maybe it was because you Sometimes were seeing, he did put glass in seeing it through face. the glass made it a little bit more. <laughs> but it was really like, ugh, I don't know who. But then I feel like that was the running joke. Like, I think they even knew. That's why every character's like, oh, he looks... <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> why is your seat? What was the budget for you? <laughs> <laughs> um, what but... was the other thing? What was the other scene? The other thing was a bit where Cassie ran when she put a suit on and she ran. And I don't know if she made herself small or big, but there was something really... The frames were wrong. The frame rate was completely wrong. It looked didn't look real. That was it. Other than that, I didn't... I didn't have an, a qualm with qualm to with a mania. Single qualm. No. I think they actually used quite. The, obviously, obviously, a lot of the um, characters were CGI, but they used quite a lot of practical prosthetics as well. Mm. In that, but in the bar scene, a lot of the aliens in there definitely had like masks and makeup on, rather, yeah. rather than you know uh, post production stuff. So it was a good blend of that as well. Mm. Even though like that bar was probably a, a, a practical set as well, but uh, surrounded by blue and green screen. Um, but yeah, I don't think you could tell, especially because I think it was just because it was so big. Everything was so far in the distance. It didn't really, the scope yeah. of it hid a lot. So it was fine. I mean, the one thing as well is I did not realise what this film was going to be about. Like, in my head, it was going to be about, I feel the trailers did hint that Kang's like, I can give you time back and he fucks up everything. Yeah. Actually, that is not the case at all. Ant Man no. sticks to his guns and doesn't want to do anything. Is that line in the trailer isn't it until like right at the end? I mm. think it seemed like it's going to be like a middle of the film kind of thing. I but... think this was really dark. To a degree, yeah, 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 it was at points. When you, what, what, I think it was when it was, it was still a comedy, especially the way it opened. It just, it just seems like a Paul Rudd. Um, rom-com kind of thing you know he's walking down the street and goes so my life is like it's, it's very Paul Rudd movie uh, but then yeah the, the vibe changes completely when they go into the quantum realm but they still got the humour in there because they have to because it's I think it was the right amount of humour for what it was like they weren't firing out jokes every second I think that's another thing I saw review people review Bob and it going this isn't like an Ant-Man film at all it's not that funny it's like well fucking it's not meant to be it's about yeah. Kang coming out this is like it's meant to be the, the jumping off point for the next big villain for the next you know, god knows how many years I know should we, well, should, let's talk about Kang yeah I don't personally know a lot about Kang I don't either. But what I I do like where it's going with him. I've liked I liked him in Loki. 
I like the idea that he's trying to stay. Well, he's he, not. He's he who remains in Loki. He who remains. Can we get Loki. this right, please, Jay? Yeah, is he who remains in Loki? <laughs> so he's I a variant of Kang. The the three we see in the after credit scene. I think one of them has also got another name, because he's also like one that prefers to be called something else other than Kang. Right. Okay. Um, but I I liked the idea. I like this idea that it's 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 like Thanos again. Except the thing with Thanos is he's trying to stop what he thinks is going to come. Do they? Just backing up a second, did, did the the Kang in this movie, the main villain, did they ever call him Kang at any point? They call him the Conqueror. They they all he yeah no they call him Kang. Remember he's, he's literally shouting at Kang. Oh yeah 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 okay yeah. my bad. He is Kang. Um, they just give him the Conqueror because of Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, but I thought that I thought they were trying to do a bit of a bait and switch. Of like, can mm. they were just call him the Conqueror, but then like maybe there's a like Kang the Conqueror that comes in. And... No, it's um, but I like the idea that we've had in in Loki that cat. That Kang, or he who shall not... He who... He has shall not remain. (laughs) (laughs) Volder Kang. He who remains is snipping all these timelines and deleting people and essentially killing people to stop the, the, all the timelines getting fucked. Well, he's he's protecting the sacred timeline, isn't he? The sacred timeline. Isn't he... Was he the head of the TVA? I can't yeah, yeah, he I can't... he has it. He's the one who's putting it all in motion, and he's doing that because he's trying to stop whatever's co- the inevitable. And he's giving Loki and Sylvie the option to to free the timelines again. He's like, if you free the timelines, you have to kill me. But if you kill me and free the timelines, then something something happen. worse is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And this is what it is: it's the incursions of secrets. Incursions out, and he mentions it again. I think incursions got mentioned in another film. Doctor Strange. Yes. Yeah. But this is like very, 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 very bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Of all these universes colliding, and it's interesting because in order to stop every universe colliding, they have to make a Thanos choice. Yeah, they have to kill a load of people, or everyone dies. So it's been reversed now. That, but of course, the Avengers being the good guys, they don't want to kill anyone, so they won't do that. So Kang is almost this—he's trying to keep the universe going. And that's why he's all the Kangs are. It's like oh. it's like as you say. Sorry, it, it reminded me of the uh, when you got all the Kangs at the end, and they're all different variants of Kang. It reminded me of the Citadel of Ricks from uh, Oh yeah, Rick and Morty. We had all different versions of Rick there, all arguing with each other, and like because they looked physically different as well. There was like Cowboy Kang and fucking you know, <laughs> yeah, there was else. like him in dreads yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, and a blue one. No, I know, but that's what it is. It's like who's really who's right here, and how do you fix this? Because yeah. It's, it's the the Avengers have messed it up because there's been multiple things in Doctor Strange and in in Spider Man and stuff where they've messed with the multiverse and they're they've broken it and they can can fix it but it will mean killing a lot of people. Yeah. So who's right? And that's what's going to be very interesting. It's very kind of like morally ambiguous. It is, as you say, it's like Thanos, but it's kind of like on a very much larger scale. Mm. He's like, I can kill half the universe to save the rest of the universe. And the Avengers have stepped in and gone, no. So they really they've doomed the universe to extinction again, but. But in the names of, but we have a we want to have a choice about it. Yeah, yeah. This, you're gonna doom us, doom every universe. Mm-hmm. Everything will die. It's, I I think it's bold, and I actually really thought it needed that because all we got in the last phase was TV shows with no stakes on the larger MCU, which was good for a couple of series. Mm. But then when you're used to these big storylines, I think it gets a little bit disheartening when it. I guess it just sounds the wrong word because like, I I guess the self-contained stories are pretty essential as well. Because otherwise it is just kind of like, the world's ending again, but bigger, like over and over again. Mm. So yeah, I retract that actually. But I guess what I was trying to say is it's nice that this is the first movie I've seen where there's larger stakes. Because what was on ones in the last one? Um, Black, Black Widow, Doctor Strange, a little bit. No Way Home, yeah, there was a big risk there. 
Um, but it's a big risk, but it's kind of like, it's almost like not a big risk. Only, only to one person. Yeah, 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 yeah essentially, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we've had Thor, Love and Thunder. Mm. There's no real risk there. Not oh, really. It was, oh, the risk was um, Christian Bale enveloping the world in darkness, but... But only to get his daughter back. Like, yeah. like he got there in the end, and he nearly did it. Like it was just it, it, they were all kind of very small, powerful motivations, rather than feeling like they had to be the savior. And what comes of forever was just kind of like, you know, man in shorts. Ma- yeah, Namor might. But that again, that was a, that, that was a personal vendetta as well. It wasn't anything kind of like I'm going to take the responsibility of everything on my shoulders and run with it and mow down even the good guys and who get in my way. I think what was nice about this was you said something when we got to the cinema or was on the way to the cinema. That was it when we had that photo. This so we put the photo up, show us at the cinema, and you went, "Should we take this photo before we hate it?" <laughs> and I did think to myself, "Hmm, will I hate it?" And then when we sat down and the music started playing, I realised I wasn't excited. Whereas I have been previous years with, oh, Marvel film, excited. And I feel like it's a mixture of, A, hearing that music constantly because they've just thrown lots of stuff at us. And two, the movies have actually been the most disappointing. Doctor Strange was, all right. Black Panther, all right. Oh, Speaking of music, an ice cream truck in February coming round. Woo! (laughs) What's he? He's not selling ice cream. Mate. <laughs> he is. It's just cold ice cream. It's really something else. All right. Um, Thor and Thunder was really bad, as we've said. Yeah. Um, I'd, literally, it was Spider only... Man was really good, but for completely different reasons. And that was over a year ago. Yeah. So it's been like one year of really disappointing Marvel films and. The TV series have carried it because you had like you had Moon Knight, yeah. which was really really good. Loki, Loki was really really good. I enjoyed Ms. Marvel. I enjoyed She Hulk. I don't care what people good. say. Yeah. I did enjoy them a lot. Mm. Oh, sorry, I'm enjoying a nice zero percent Guinness because it's so cool. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I was yeah, wasn't that excited, and then I felt myself during this film getting more excited for what's mm. to come. Kang is a really, really good villain. Yeah, Jonathan Major played oh. played him really well as well. In fact, he played so many of them. I know. But well, even just like if we're talking about the main Kang the Conqueror in this movie, the one who we don't, I assume is dead. He died quite horribly. Well, they, well, they, they, they that, said that, he's th- dead. That variant is it. Yeah, but that, he's like, did he die? That is what happened, right? Like, when yeah, but then the, whole... the variants confirmed yeah. it. They were like, no, he's dead. But the way he played that, like he goes from like the calm, lost traveller when he's with Janet in the quantum realm at first, and mm. then like when he gets his his powers back, his suit back, and he's got his ship, and just like the thinly veiled anger that was always just behind his eyes was really visible. Like everything mm. was really subtle, but you just believed he was just like on the verge of breaking at any point. He played it really well. I've never seen him in anything else other than Loki. So as he, I think one of the trailers was for Creed. Was Creed he? Yeah. three, and he looks he, like he's going to be in, in that. that as well. Um, I, I liked it showing him like when he lo- loses the power of the suit and he's fighting and he's just terrifying as a fighter as well. Yeah, because Thanos was like that as well. Wasn't yeah. he? When, when he's like, hand, you're like, okay, we've got a big sword and like he gets people to fight. We've got an army. You've never seen him fight. And then in Endgame, when you see him actually smacking the shit out of people, you're like, okay, he's he's imposing as a, as a person rather than just like mm-hmm. a presence. Mm. No, it's uh, I'm glad we've got a, a good big bad. And yeah. that's. A really good thing about this film. It had a really good bad guy with a lot of depth and you want more of. Another franchise has a big bad guy as well. Rather than it just being like like Ultron could have could have oh, Ultron could have been so much ultimately more. been, you know, a bad guy for a while, but they had Thanos bubbling away still. 
I've, I've heard rumours that they are going to get Ultron again because they realise that they kind of wasted him. They did. Because he was just a one movie villain that was... I know. He was good as well. No. The, um, well, the rumours are, if you want to go to the, the mill itself, so, well, Kevin Feige came out and kind of said something that was, if you look at the way, it's a like very politi- politician's way of saying, yeah, we've done too much stuff. So he sounds like he's pulling back on the TV shows yeah, and yeah. focusing on the movies. Movies have been pushed back. And I think in this, I think a, a lot of CGI in this has maybe been through again or gone do that again. Because I think, I know in trailers they show them and the CGI is not finished, but there is a, there is a jump in quality. Because I think a lot of people pointed out that this looked like in the trailers, it looked like... Um, Spy Kids. Spy Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that was more about, like, you know, they had the same colour suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I, it was dip tricky to get out of my head as I was, was watching it, to be honest. I've never seen Spy Kids, but, like, I know the vibe of it. I've, I've seen, like, bits of it on TV and stuff. Uh, and it did <laughs> point me a little bit Spy Kids, <laughs> I will say. Um, but, obviously, a much higher budget. Um, Janet, Janet was, like, really interested in this. I didn't mm. feel like... I, I felt like she's just been a damsel in distress, pretty much, hasn't she? For the there is a lot of validation in this for her. Yeah. She came through as a, a very deeply troubled character, with yeah, who's just like who's got a lot of issues, which is essentially what Hank is meant to be. Really, Hank's meant to be that character, but they've seemed to have switched it to her. Yeah, which I, but I like. I think I think both Hank and um, Hope. Mm. Were, were pulled back a lot in the script. Like there, there wasn't really any scene. I don't know why they still called it Ant Man on the Wasp because she the Wasp wasn't in it very much. It's like they couldn't go back to just calling it because I think Ant Man, Ant Man on the Wasp, and then just Ant Man Quantumania would have been fine. Other than the, some kind of contractual thing, I don't know because like she didn't play a huge part in it. I she know. wasn't really a title character. Yeah, I know what you mean because I do feel like this. She's split off from Ant Man. And she was with Hank yeah. and Janet. And Janet was really the key player in all yeah, those yeah. scenes. Hank comes through at the end with all the with all ants. ants, which was an awesome scene. <laughs> I, I was there like going, I love original Ant-Man as well. I was, I was like, that's a fucking cool ass scene. That was I cool. just like how he, every line in his script was like, I like ants. Yeah. <laughs> I was very annoyed when they were calling it ant science that they didn't call it science. science. That yeah. was a huge missed opportunity. It was right there. <laughs> um, but now I know what you mean. I feel like the only thing she did that was of like a high level thing was when she also went down to grab the doohickey yeah. and saved him. Saved him. But that was it. I know what you mean. She really was, was pushed to the back. A bit player. Yeah. Yeah. And Cassie did more. Yeah, Cassie did more. Is it? A, I feel like is that a different actress from the one that was in Endgame? I feel like we've had five I, Cassies I don't know, now. No, I can never remember. I, I think it's it's very much a different actress from the first movie. Yes, like it is. There's, there's been not enough time for her to grow up that much. Yeah. I don't think. I can't remember what, who if she played her in the second one. I feel like they, they've used her on the sixth. She was Cassie good though. Now. But do you know, Joe Shimano, she was the spit of uh, Kristen Bell from Twilight. Oh yeah, there were points where I was like. Is it? <laughs> Somehow? She'll no. just like her. No, I know what you mean. There was They had a really good supporting cast. Like, you had uh, Cheedy from um, The Good Place. Yeah, he was as, really good. He was good as that tele- telepath. Yeah. The the woman who is, like, this warrior woman mm. who is leading the rebellion, she was very good. The, and... the guy, the, the gooey guy. 
<laughs> so fun. Did you drink my ooze? <laughs> I just love I, like every every scene where he's like stealing the castle was just a fucking <laughs> Come run. on! Like, like he stole my run. That's how I yeah. run. <laughs> and then the bit where he's like, wait, there was always fascinated with Paul Rudd's hole. Like, <laughs> how many holes do you have? And it, it, the cheaty guy, I can't remember his name, he comes in and he goes seven, and and you could see. Um, Scott counting his holes. I was doing the same thing. <laughs> I was going, and he arrived at the same number. Like, yeah, that's right. And I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> there is a good amount. It's a perfect amount of time. That's. What, I mean, the humour when it was there was good, but they couldn't fill it full of humour because it wouldn't have worked. Because yeah. it's like this was a problem with Thor: Love and Thunder. It was oh, trying to pepper with jokes. Yeah. Meanwhile, Christian Bale is playing this genuinely spooky character. <laughs> it just didn't work. It did not work, but this was like fascinating, and I I really enjoyed it, and I loved the. I didn't know if Ant Man was actually going to make it at the end of no, this. No, yeah, there was a point when he, when he's fighting with Kang, at the end, and they're actually just going like, you know, fisticuffs, mm-hmm. and then his helmet smashes, so he can't shrink down anymore, can't grow anymore, so he's just down to just being Scott, Scott at that point. Um, and you don't know how strong Kang is. You don't know if he's just as strong as a human. If he is human, I don't know if he is human or not. Um, and I was like, if he like he could he could feasibly die now, yeah. like he saved it's the third film, he saved his daughter. It's the end of a trilogy. He could die, and I, I was quite worried at one point. The only thing I miss, which is skipping ahead a little bit, is like like the the blow up the um, multiverse core again. So yeah, it breaks, mm-hmm. and then he gets sucked into it. And then when Hope comes back through just before the portal closes again, why does it just start up again? Where does what start up again? The engine, the engine kind of fires up on its own again, and then the portal opens and they can go back through. Like because it made out they were going to get trapped there, and then the engine, which as far as I know is broken because they blew up the core, just randomly kicks in again. No, the engine was to get it working from to to get his engine working for his machines. It wasn't to just get him to. No, the... no, but that's what was powering the portal. So that's why when that core blew up, the portal closed. But they had their own portal. It was a two-way. Is a two-way. So she was able to send. So signals. they opened it from the other side. She, yeah, she opened it from her side. That's what she did. She reconfigured everything. That's why Janet panicked. She's like, "It's a two-way signal. No, because they'll be able to jump through, cut it off." But they track the signal and make their own portal straight to pulling them through. Right. Okay. I must have had a dip in concentration then because I missed that. So when it, he... it, just, it felt a little bit like, "Oh shit, they're trapped there," and I would have. Like, I was like, it was quite cool because it was like the leading them to think he's gonna die, but then he gets trapped there. But then he stops Kang, but then the price is he never gets to see Cassie again, and he's still alive in the quantum realm. I think that would have been quite a cool ending as well. That, I, I was, but then they were just like, open it from the other side, and it felt a little bit cheap. I've, I have I've felt like that's the only reason that you would... That sh- that Wasp would have come through. It made no, like, made no sense to me. Like Wasp might have come through thinking she might die, but not if she knew there was no way to come back. Because what's the point if Scott's there and he can't come back? I no, it would because they're, they're they're together. Like if he, yeah, but she's got fa- her family and mum and dad. She's finally got Cassie. Would need someone. There's a bunch of reasons. I think it made. I, at first, I was like, okay, you came back and for. Well, Cassie's got her mum as well. Yeah, but I kind of I I felt when Wasp came through, I went, "You've come through, so I'll just be stuck in the quantum realm." And as soon and as to it, help save Scott, and as the door, yeah, but as the door started, I was like, "That's why," because you know that you can also, if you make sure he survives, you can get him back. It just felt messy and undecided to me. It felt like they wanted to make a really bold move and went, no, we have to give it a happy ending, like at the last minute. It felt like they wheeled it in, like... You're messy and undecided. Yeah, I know, but I admit it. 
Hey there guys, it's Jay, and I'm here to tell you in this little commercial break to go listen to our band, Dan Bibby and the Aesthetic Knots. So, if you like music like this, or maybe music like this, or maybe even music like this, You should go on, on Spotify or Apple Music, wherever you listen to music, and search for Dan Bibby and the Aesthetic Notes. The link is in the description below. Please do it, because essentially it's the closest thing to a Patreon. You listen to our music, it streams, we get some monies. So, yeah, go listen to our band, enjoy our music, and if you want us to play your hometown, email talknetuk at gmail.com. Peace! The only, the only thing I got, uh, I got irked by two things, and well, I got irked by Modoc because it just didn't look right. I'm glad, I'm glad they made Modoc Darren though, because I thought, why would you shovel Modoc, who is like this, he's got like a little cult following status of how cool a character he is. Yeah, I tried, I tried watching the stop motion. Uh, oh, it's not show. good, and it's not, not really, really remotely accurate anyway. Um, but I kind of like, um, I was when when it was Darren, I was like. That makes sense. You even thought about why he'd be disformed, yeah, and disfigured, yeah. and it goes all back to the first film. I th- I actually really enjoyed that. That felt like clever writing. Um, yeah, the two things that hurt me. One was there's a bit where Cassie was having a fight scene uh, with the two guards. She shrinks one and makes the other one large, and then she, some guards come around the corner and she shrinks and runs off. And these guards just calmly walk around the corner. Well, hold on. One of the guys is 12 foot t- like 18 foot tall. Wouldn't you be like... Coral. <laughs> like, react to it, yeah. yeah. Why um, is she suddenly just... She suddenly, she's, like, held by those guards. Then she's just suddenly got the, the growing things in her hands. She got them from a pocket. Did she? Yeah, They're she reached into guards, a pocket. <laughs> well, I don't think they were meant to be amazing guards. Um, that irked me. And what else irked me? We touched on it, and that, that's what I remembered. Oh, it... So at the beginning, he's reading his book. So when he began narrating it, I was like, this is odd. They don't ever narrate their own films. Tony Stark's in it once and it turned out he was on a bed talking to Hulk. Yeah. So why would he be narrating? And it was the book. I was like, okay, that, I like that. But then he started narrating again at the end. I was like, well, hold on. Why, why is this narration? <laughs> Who's this? Is this a book he's written? blurry. Yeah, that was the only thing. I wonder if they're like if they're not it's a missed opportunity whether they're gonna release that book as the book like, like as if written by. Oh, Spotify. that'd be so. F- I'd read it and then get Paul Rudd to do the audio book for it. Oh, for I'd do it on Audible. Yeah, I would. I would. I would definitely. That'd be awesome. That'd be because it sounded so funny. Yeah. Like, it didn't sound like a ghostwriter. It's just like I, I made a raccoon. <laughs> yeah, it's like and then suddenly I wondered why did the Hulk turn me into baby? Was I now the Hulk's baby? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. It had the humour where it mattered. Um, I, Eve made a very good comparison to which to the the aesthetics of the film. Okay, she said it was a reminder of a lot of Saga, the comic. Yeah, like you know all the kind of creatures and how weird and mad they were. Like in the if you've not read the Saga comic, you're missing out. It's a fantastic comic. I get it with like the variation of the characters, but like the the setting for me wasn't because like Saga's usually just like forest planets and like, oh yeah no, and stuff but she like meant that. like all the characters yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Had, like you had a, like like there was a bit where Kang's winning and it goes and one of the houses that's alive is holding another house that's dying. <laughs> <laughs> the 
potency. Uh, it was so. I was. I had such mixed emotions. Like emotionally, yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't know if that was meant to be funny, <laughs> or is that meant to make me feel bad for this house dying? <laughs> you can see it's holding its arms. Like, why? <laughs> oh, it was. Um, like, did you get what he? You know, when he was shooting out his. What he was, how he was killing people, by the way. Kang. Yeah. Was he like sending them to um, the end, the, the, where Loki goes? It's a bit like, yeah, it's a bit like that. He's just like, it's a bit uh, Weeping Angels ish. He just sends people. Let them live to death. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. He de- or de- can delete people from time yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, which, which I liked that, the fact that he was doing that. It I- was, but then that, that seemed a little bit overpowered because he's doing that like angry, like he's lost it because he's like. He, he says, I've done this before, whatever, it's just a rebellion, but you can see he's pissed off by mm. it. And then he comes face to face with um, the three ants, <laughs> Ed, Scott, Cassie, and Hope. And doesn't do it. And he could just go, do, 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 and be done with it there and then. But he just, like, they, 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 they fight hand to hand instead. And it's just, it was a little bit weird. I think it was because they shrank down. They shrank down. No, but, easily... no but, but there's a bit, there's a long bit where they're just standing face to face talking to each other. And if he really wanted it done with, uh, he could have just gone. Doo, doo, doo. I mean, the only other thing as well is, as you could argue Kang is uh, is vengeful. Like he does say, like if you don't do this for me, I will kill your daughter and I will make you watch it again and again yeah. and again. So they've just destroyed everything. He wants to kind of show off. He does. He's like he all his foot soldiers be here, and he wants to explain to them. And I think he would have probably planned on torturing them, and just to get his. Well, he de- deleting them was too good for him. Maybe that's what I liked about him as a villain. I kind of like believed everything he was doing. I was, I was genuinely terrified of him at points because I did not know which way it was going to go. Was who was going to get? I thought. I I mean I, I thought for a moment Hank might die, Janet was gonna die. It was it was quite cool as well. Like he kind of puts it into words himself, where he says to Janet something like, uh, "You know, you should have you should have let me go the first time around because now I've stayed down here, built an empire, completely like unchallenged. No, yeah. no one has even stopped me, and I'm taking this entire empire up um, to the uh, the surface world, as yeah. it were." It was um, it was high stakes considering when you think it was it all happened in like a speck that big. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. The shame of it should be like a, you know like a night at the museum where <laughs> yeah. where they're like deflating the the tire. Like, uh, zoom out, it's just like <laughs> yes. it should like show this like huge battle scene of Ant Man and then just like a still basement can, or wherever, wherever like the, yeah, uh, nothing the, the, the portal was like they did in the first film and he's like the train's coming and he goes ah yeah. and then zooms you and tick yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright I liked what this is setting up it got what me. it was missing though as well which I didn't realise until like the end credit scene I was like oh maybe maybe it'll, maybe it'll come out Luis oh god yeah there was no Luis stories there was no Luis at all if anything Luis is normally the one doing the he could have done the intro a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. Cause that, that's a big part of, well, not a big part, but it's, it's a big set piece of the first two movies, is the Luis, like, the Rambo, Luis. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean, actually. Maybe that's why it's getting review bombed. No, Luis. No lack of Luis. Bring, Bring back Luis. <laughs> no, it was, it was a good step in the right direction. I don't understand, I don't really understand the hate for it. I don't either, but it's, it's critic hate, though, isn't it, I think? I hope it's critic hate. I don't think I looked on before on IMDb. It's got six point eight, I think, and then um, some of the other ones are like forty percent on Metacritic and stuff. Like it's not great, but like I don't think enough people, enough pe- fans have seen it yet to be able to bring the ratings up because it only came out on Friday. 
It's Sunday now. It's at least I know because Gaz has challenged me on this before. There was um, what came out? What was her third film of? Was it not Mallrats? <laughs> what? When? Oh, was that, yeah, was, uh, yeah, I think it was maybe it was Jane Silent Bob reboot. And I was like, that was a good film. And Gaz was like, was it a good film? I was like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. He went, okay. I want you to think about all the Jane Silent Bob films. Yeah, I went, where is it live? Where does it stand? And I went through my head and was like, yeah, it's last. <laughs> it's last. And he was like, it's not that good then, isn't it? This. Depends how good all the other movies are. Because really something are. has to come last. But. <laughs> Giggity. Um, <laughs> that for me is better than Ant Man and the Wasp. Maybe I might even prefer. I might. I, I might prefer to Ant Man, although I do have like nostalgias for for Ant Man. For what six years ago? How long ago it was? Uh, it was a while ago now. You know. I think like computer. What year did the movie Ant Man come out? Oh, here we go. No. Computer. Oh. Computer. What year did the first Ant Man movie come out? Eight years ago. Eight years ago. Eight years is a long time, my friend. Yeah, but to be nostalgic about eight years ago seems like overkill. I mean, this was before COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I have aged terribly. (laughs) That was a long year. Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm. I probably it's it's up there, and it's at least in we do the whole classic Peter Jones. Where does it lie in the great? table of Marvel films, it's the top table for me. Do you think? I think it might push something out. I'd love to sit down. As in what? Top ten? Well, how many films is there now? Computer! <laughs> how many Marvel films are there oh, out? not ask it that. MCU films. There you go, 31, 31. films. I t- is it 31? MCU I- films? Yeah, it could be. I think that's possible when you go do about two or three a year. It's been like over 10 years. Um, I would say it's at least in the top 15, yeah. I think it definitely is. Okay. It's certainly not in the relegation zone. <laughs> to what, the DC universe? <laughs> <laughs> Getting relegated to the Fan Four stick universe. Um, there was a, a scene that reminded me very specific of another scene, and I just have to believe it was intentional because of just how... Specific it was. Go on. Um, so the bit where he's in the um, Possibility Storm, is it called? Yeah, yeah. And there's all the Scots spawning and different ones. And there's the one Baskin Robbins got. <laughs> and then they start making that big pile up to the roof, like the big like pylon. Mm-hmm. Does that remind you of anything? I'm not trying to get up to... It's another scene from a movie that looked visually very similar to that. Is it like Toy Story? No. So story, yeah, that was kind of a little bit because it's like all leading towards the middle, but that wasn't the one I was thinking. No, of. go on. Ants. Oh, I've ant- seen ants. Ants. I've, I've seen ants like twice. So there's a bit where like the ant hills flooding, and they realise, and they're all they're all trying to. Get, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All the warriors are like out up top because they're like, oh, we're getting rid of all the workers. We're going to be a stronger colony. Uh, and then they realise, well, we're workers, we can work together. Like, they don't have that. So they start building this big pile and pushing people up. It's exactly what all, all the Scots did, who are Ant-Men. Ant-Men, yeah. <laughs> yeah so they're just making this big pile while they were reaching out together. It, just, it, it, it has to have been intentional. Maybe. Ant-Man and ants, and they're making that, like, we can work together, and then climb. It'll even look like the same shape kind of tower. The next, that was cool. The next one would be Ants-Man. <laughs> <laughs> With a Z. Yeah. <laughs> Though there was a t- the Toy Story reference I'm thinking of is I feel like at the very beginning when he's doing that monologue and mm. walking along, um, it was 
that guy singing. You know, okay. the guy who does the Toy Story films, like Randy Newman. Yeah, it was it was Randy Newman doing what. Doing a classic Randy Newman, like, oh, he's just Ant-Man, he's walking along. What song are you talking about? The very beginning? Yeah. Yeah, so what? there what? was music over it. wasn't walking to silence, was well, it? Well, there was no one singing, though. was, if you listened, it was Randy Newman. Very quietly, it, it was a Randy Newman song. Computer! It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to know that! It will! Computer! Was Randy Newman on the soundtrack for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? <laughs> ah, so it's not a no. But it is. That is the smallest slow cooker I've ever seen. I've just realised that. What do you slow cook? Ants. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But altogether, I thought Ants in Space was a riveting watch. <laughs> oh, can we talk about the after credit scene that you uh, your t-shirt actually became relevant for? It did. Well, Kang was in it throughout, so... I know, but... Even more relevant. Well, hold on. You just corrected me mid before to say it wasn't Kang. Well, he's a variant of Kang, so that's why it was relevant. Right. Well, there uh, were two. Relev- and there were two post-credit scenes. Wasn't there? So the, the first one was the Council of Kangs. The Council of Kangs, which was a boss scene. It was cool. That was a very, very cool scene. The blue, like who looked like to be the leader of the Kangs, is probably mm. going to be the one that is lifted from the comics because he's blue in the comics. Yeah, he's he? blue, and he he, that, he looks. That's the one I recognise. I've seen him. So that's eventually going to be probably the, the the actual main villain. So Kang, if I remember rightly, what I do know is yeah, he's very very from very far in the future, but he travels back through time, and at one point, one of the variants decides to go back and live in the Egyptian times, which he actually thinks yeah. that's the most. There was one with a headdress on. Yeah, yeah. There was two Egyptian-y ones, and that's because I think he figures out that that's one. One, it's a place he can rule with ease, and two, it's actually the technology he can use there yeah. and he can build upon. There was also like like when you think of how kind of like how fierce and stuff and like excitable they all seemed, mm. and and yet this Kang, the, the one from the movie, the main one from this movie, has been banished from that. It makes you think just how extreme he was actually behaving. Like, well, yeah, because it showed he was destroying time. But again, I feel like he was trying to trim timelines himself. Yeah. To keep the timeline sacred, but he's been doing it like in a Thanos way, just go around killing. Yeah, and they were like, "No, there's a way we do this." Yeah. Whereas they've probably gone. That's that's a bit like um, what's the word? Primal. Yeah. yeah. There's a more civilized way that we can do this, and it just sounds. And then I just like that bit so at the end where it's like quantum realm. They're touching on. Um, they're beginning to touch. The multiverse. The multiverse, yeah. the beginning, which explains why it's not been relevant because it's it, it's like that we don't need to bother them. We're There's been one timeline so far. We're reaching further out into the possibilities of Marvel, and it's boss. And because of that, we get Hugh uh, Hugh Jackman back yeah. as Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> we get Tobey Maguire back as Spider Man. What is the next film after this then? Computer. <laughs> it's Guardians of the Galaxy, isn't it? Oh, it might be actually. Yeah, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh, hold on! It's because I said guys in the galaxy, I think. Yeah, and it just did like a Groot impression yeah. for you. <laughs> oh, weird. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm trying to think, is there anything we didn't talk about? Uh, Cassie was great. Uh, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember any of the actors' Michael names. Douglas. No, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, I liked. Uh, no, I'm trying to think who played Scott Lang. I don't know why it's just gone from my head. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul was. Paul Rudd was really. Paul Rudd was really, really good. good. He. Um, because he had to obviously balance, like, he's, he's good at humour, but there was a lot of, yeah, like, really serious, the dark best, shit. The best part of that was when, when so when Modoc's dying, 
<laughs> oh yeah, actually, forgot about that. Modok actually became went from being like aesthetically like I don't want to look at him to being actually quite funny. Like, <laughs> but as well, was this a twelve? Twelve A. Yes. There's about six dicks in it. But we were two of them. The the word dick was used yes, about, about dick. Six, as many times, and shit was once as well. Shit was twice. So maybe it's like. You know the way you can say fuck once, but it can't be a sexual fuck? Yeah. Maybe you can say dick six times, but none of them could be sexual dicks. Yeah, you're, just, you're a dick. Like, you're a dick. You're a dick. I think and dick... It's like, remember, always goes, look at me, it's too late, I am a dick. <laughs> and she's like, it's never too late to not be a dick, and then just runs off. And then at the very end, he goes, I'm not a dick! Yeah. But then when he's like, like laying dying, and it's just like, <laughs> it was a bit like the bit in Deadpool, you know, where you keep thinking he's dying. So hard to go, so yeah. hard to leave everyone. But he's like, he's lying there, and he just keeps just saying stuff. He has to keep agreeing with him, and he's like, so, "It's so good that at the end I died, an Avenger." Yeah, <laughs> and Scott's like, "Yep, yeah, you're in, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> you were like a brother to me, was I?" And the long stroke, stroke on the hat and the, down onto the chest. Yeah, brothers, that was me. And he finally goes, and he just sums it all up with. A lot has happened today. <laughs> <laughs> like this was a little bit too much for me. <laughs> oh no, it was. I had a. It was a very good film, and I think it, like on a second watch, you'll probably laugh at it more at some points. Yeah, maybe. and you'll probably notice other things. What would you rate it? I don't know. I had, I had seven in the head when I was coming in. Uh, you see, it's a solid eight for me. It's a very solid eight. It's hard because I think I think it does start off quite slowly. Well, no, it doesn't start off slowly. It, 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 the opening's quite quite enthralling and good because you're like, oh, he's kind of almost stopped being Ant Man. Like he's just he's just riding the wave of being of, of being known for being Ant Man, but he's just being Scott doing all these book readings and getting free coffee. Even though the guy thinks he's Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the other book, twelve pounds. Yeah, twelve dollars. Twelve. <laughs> um, but the whole kind of bit where they're, like, they're eating pizza and then they're like they're doing the bit in the in the basement and the transition into the quantum realm and that kind of like ten fifty minutes after that, I was a little bit like, this pace is really slow. Like I hope it picks up again. But then it did pick up again. Um... <laughs> is that <laughs> you know how people have like that dog for when they go on a airplane? Yeah. I don't know what they call it. An anxiety a dog. An anxiety like emotional dog. Support. Emotional like your emotional support <laughs> mouse. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's seven and a half. <laughs> no, we're not uh, allowed halves. Uh, That's why I'm saying an eight. It could even get to me pushed to a nine because I just enjoyed it a lot and I, I I know but I'm being realistic, it should be an eight. It was good, but like thinking of it right now, I'm in I'm in no hurry to watch it again. Really? Yeah. I I, I probably will at some point, but like like with some of my other eights. I come out and I go like I could watch that again next week and, and look forward to it. Whereas this, I'm kind of like because it's 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 basically it's like a soft reboot, isn't it? Mm. Because everything else has happened now. Like Thanos has, has gone. All the TV shows haven't really addressed anything else other than that. This is like a, this is like movie one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, of what's going to be the next big arc in the movies. This is like so. So I think it had a lot of pressure on it to do that and also be its own film. This is a bit like. I would say a bit like the Avengers, except the Avengers was like the what people thought was the the end game of like a bunch of films. But then it's really when you think about it, it's all about Thanos building his yeah, power yeah, and begin. Yeah. So it's kind of the but it's unfair to compare the two because they're two very different films. Yeah. I think I would give it a seven. Okay, right. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> 
I want to find a variant of Bibby that would give it an 8. There aren't any. Um, what did you think? Do not forget to uh, email us at talknowtheuk at gmail.com. Put it in the uh, comments down below as well. Visit the site. Go to www.talknowtheuk. Rate us. Five stars. Yeah. Five stars. Yeah, yeah finally cool. agreeing on that. Five Lovely. ants out of space. Um, do not forget to tune in to our next episode where myself and Hagrid are going to go a bit old school. We're going to talk about the trailers and we're going to talk about DC. Old school in terms of the format of the pod. But old school in yeah. terms of, oh, remember when trailers were a thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we're going to talk about... The two, the, basically the Batman and Flash trailer. Is that what it's Batman and Flash? It isn't just the Flash. <laughs> yeah, no. Batman and Flash. The fact, well, there's two Flashes, but they're the same Flash. Um, before we go, just what are you excited now for Marvel again, or is, are you still in the same zone? I am. I am a little bit kind of burnt out by it all, but that has that's made me excited for what's to come. Because I say it feels like movie one of a new franchise almost, mm. and you can almost stop acknowledging all the stuff in the past now. I think they referred to the blip at one point. That was that was it. They referred to the blip and referred to Thor, yeah, and Spider Man as like as jokes. Yeah, I know what you mean. It was a good. I actually heard someone in the foyer when you were having a whiz say to his mate, who was like there, when did you need to watch the other ones? He went, no. He said, I, I, he said, I, I haven't watched the other ones, and I got it. So I think it is. I think it's. I think it's strong. I think seven is a bit mean, but <laughs> that's a good score. I dropped three points. Mm, okay. Well, with on that bombshell, um, we'll see you next time. I've been Jay. I've been in space, and we've been ants in space. Ants in space. Ants in space, 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 ants in